It's kind of weird, but this kind of feels like the end of an era, (laughs) for me at least, because I've been doing this show since 2012, if you can believe that. So it's been five or so years I've been doing this show, and I honestly didn't think that I would make it uh, past two episodes, but I was kind of determined. I was kind of like, you know what, I did this podcast, I'm going to keep it going and, and see how long I can take it, and... I just want to thank everyone for supporting us through everything we've been through. And we've been through a lot of shit. From interchanging co-hosts to finding to really terrible voice actor interviews that shouldn't have been, that should have been planned out more to just all around weird fucking shit happening on the show. And I just want to say thank you to everyone for you know, taking the time off your day to listen to us ramble about, uh, bullshit. And it's not easy for me to do this. I kind of hesitated about wanting to do this, but I'm at a point in my life right now where this, this is no, no longer fun for me. And you can, you can tell like by going to like the archive and listening to the older episodes where I had a lot of fun and compare them to like the most recent episodes where it just felt really robotic and by the numbers and it was just not fun anymore for me. So with that said, uh, my name is Abdullah and I welcome you to what should be the uh, final the final uh, LL Governor of the Podcast episode for a while now because after this we're going on a hiatus and uh, I don't know how for how long. I don't know... When we're going to be back, but I kind of need to take time off from this to recharge and think about where the direct, where the show is going to head, be headed. But but I'll guarantee but but I'll guarantee you this: when the show comes back, it'll be much more different. It'll still retain the same format, but it'll be much more stronger, much more better, and I'll probably be more. Uh, have, have, uh, I'll, I'll probably not stumble as much as I used to, as I, as I pretty much have been stumbling on my words for the past couple of episodes. So that, with that, with all that said, let's, let's just get right onto it. Hello. <laughs> yeah, that was a long <laughs> intro, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> I was just saying, I'm just like, right, start timing now. <laughs> <laughs> The be, be fair, you actually took quicker than the Undertaker getting down to the ring now in modern day. So <laughs> I could keep that as an achievement. Oh man, um, it's kind of weird looking back at 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 the show and how much we've we've evolved and how much I can't even go back and listen to the old to the old episodes because the audio quali- the audio quality was shit because I was using like a really terrible Logitech Logitech mic. Oh, and it sounded was... and it sounded like shit. Oh yeah, same here. I was using um, my onboard microphone to my laptop, and I'm now using a snowball. A snowball, which is better. Not well. You be the judge, people. Uh, <laughs> we we one. we both record using the blue snowball, which we know is a shitty mic. We know, but it's cheap. Okay, it's cheap. It's cheap at a semi-professional standards. <laughs> so I'm sorry, you know. I'm I'm sorry we're not like really professional, but fuck it. 
<laughs> this is this is as good as the audio quality on this show is gonna get. And, and it's kind of weird looking back at it. Uh, um, I would say my favorite memory was uh, probably I think you'll agree with me on this uh, when we did when when you and I both did the Dave Fennoy interview. Oh, that was so much fun. Because I, I, so I, a true story, guys. I did not think that he was going to show up. Like, because I messaged him and I'm like, you know what? I might as well ask him. You know, just, 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 just ask him if he wants to do this. And we got in contact through Facebook and he said yes. And I'm like, holy shit, this is happening. I need Tom here because I can. Because if, because if I, because it was, because if it was just me and alone doing the interview, I would have like fucked it up royally. Because <laughs> I was just like, holy shit, it's Dave fucking Fenoy, man. You know, Lee yeah. from The Walking Dead, man. Which was a game that, um, I recommended you back, back in the day when it first came out. Cause I remember we were talking about Telltale games and you said to me, is it worth getting The Walking Dead? I went, yes. And you were like, dude, that's one of the best games they've made ever. <laughs> Yeah, and I think that was I think that was hands down the best interview we did, and uh, coincidentally, it's the most downloaded episode we have. Obviously, because yeah. it's Dave Fennoy, and yeah. he was a wonderful gentleman, wonderful to talk to. Oh yeah, definitely, and he's always wished me happy birthday as well. Ever since that, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, and we were lucky to get him on because now he's big. Now he's like he really big, and he won't do he won't do. Uh, you know, fan podcast anymore, which sucks, but well, what, what can you do? But we were really lucky to have him on and it was such a, such a fun, um, experience for me personally. I mean, yeah, sure. I had fun talking to Paul Hiding and Paul and I are really good friends and it was a fun conversation, but, uh, the interview with Dave Fennoy really made me want to go, okay, I want to do this and I want to, I want to continue doing this. Because after that interview, after that interview, I was like really confident in myself as a podcaster. Because if you go back and listen to like the early stuff, I was terrible. Like I had no idea what I was talking about. I was just like rambling on and on and on, and it was just awful. And after that interview with Dave Fennoy, I got a whole bunch of confidence, and I just said I want to do this for as long as I can, and. Uh, 130 plus episodes later, here we are. Anybody want hell of a trip? It's it's. I mean, I'm I'm not. I just want to make one thing clear, guys. I'm not canceling the show. This is not like, oh man, it's it's over. No, I mean we're gonna come back, and mm. I just want to take a hiatus from it. I just because I yeah. feel like, I honestly feel like the last couple episodes haven't been all that fun for me. And because they were just like so formulaic, they were like, "Oh, you know, let's gotta find," and it didn't help. Like every time we recorded, like there was just nothing to talk about. Like there was literally nothing to talk about. They were like, "Oh, well, this happened," and it's like, "Oh, well, but that's a week old. Should we talk about it? Okay, might as well." Yeah, that didn't help. Yeah, I mean, it just—it was just one of those. It just it just didn't help because like every time we would we would like something big would happen in the entertainment industry we 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 would not record because of life, yeah. And then when we get when we finally get the chance to talk about something, it's like oh well, it already happened and it's a slow week and we're recording this on the weekend. By the way, we're recording this on Friday and 
ain't shit going on <laughs> right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it, when we do try to plan these, we do try to plan these, like, we're like, okay, what can we talk about? Well, we can't talk about this. We can't talk about that. Why? Because it's been too late or people have spoke about it so much. And then when we don't, when we don't have the time free, tons of stuff happen. It's like, Give you an idea. I remember this is one of my favorite ones, and uh, one of my favorite podcasts. I think it went on for a long, long time. We basically sat down and we did all the topics really quick, and we ended up talking about WCW back from like the nineties and early two thousands. Oh yeah, WCW. Yeah, yeah, WCW memories where where it went on for I think fifty minutes of us just talking about WCW shit. And then was it the same podcast we realized when when I said to you when. So that's been a good podcast, isn't it? And you were, and you were like, "Oh shit, I'm still recording, aren't I?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and it doesn't help, like, and and what's weird is like you and I have been friends for like ten years now, because I remember we met back in two thousand eight, like through like a random Skype group at the time, and it, it's so weird because. Everyone I, I used to talk to from from the old Skype group, I don't talk to anymore. Like they they just kind of vanished. But you you know you and I just hit it off, and we just been friends ever since for yeah. some god awful reason. <laughs> Give you an idea, folks. We knew each other before Dragon Ball Z Evolution came out, or was even a concept. That's how long ago it was. I remember when we both sat down and we spoke about Batman Arkham. Arkham Asylum came out. We were like, oh my god, have you played the game yet? And I'm like, and now looking back at that, I'm like, wow, that's a long time ago, isn't it? <laughs> you know? I also, I also remember like, um, god, you remember like, we were, we were, uh, originally wanted to do like a schedule, a meet and, and we really wanted to do like a meet and greet to watch Dragon Ball Evolution together, just to yeah. see how bad it was, but life got in the way, and it's like, damn it. <laughs> and yeah, I ended well, up, and, and we both ended up watching it, watching it separately, and we're like, god, it. <laughs> and then we did end up when we did end up talking about it we were like you seen the film yep waste of money yep <laughs> that's the only time apart from when i saw green lantern in the theater i thought i want my fucking money back <laughs> a true story uh when we went to the theater it was like empty like we were me and my mother were like the only two people in the theater watching dragon ball evolution <laughs> yeah that film was awful. It was so bad. Now looking back at it. Oh, but, what? You didn't like Goku fighting a bully on a fucking muscle car? That was it. Okay, right. I get the film credit that that's the only good bit in the film. And even then, that was terrible. <laughs> where he jump, then, where he jumps <laughs> on the fucking car like he's fucking Superman or some shit. Yeah, that was like the only decent bit in the film, even though that was still terrible. And the only reason why Piccolo was a tiny bit green in that film because if you go back and actually look at the early production stills like the really really early ones he actually is all white it wasn't until was it james master basically said isn't piccolo meant to be green because he actually the only reason why he did that film was because he was a fan of dragon ball c oh god and he the one had to bring up to to the to the makeup people and the producer say yeah piccolo is meant to be green (laughs) oh and i remember chow young fat Oh, his, horre- his horrendous performance as Master Roshi. Oh, he was just chewing the scenery on that film. He was just like, nom, 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 lovely scenery. 
And then uh, you had Jamie Chung, who, I'll give her credit, she's a pretty good-looking lady, and her career actually took off after this. (laughs) So, you know, good on her. You know, she was in Big Hero 6. She's on Big Hero 6, the series, currently, and you know what? Good on her. Good on her. Well, like I said, every single big-name actor or actress does something really bad to bring it on for the beginning of career. Again, look at Jennifer and... uh, General Lawrence, um, she was in Leprechaun, the first Leprechaun film. And, uh, Jennifer uh, Aniston, not yeah, My bad, Jennifer Aniston, my bad. And George Clooney, one of his earliest films was um, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Not the first one, the sequel. <laughs> no, the sequel, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so he was in the bigger B-movie, B a sequel to a B-movie. <laughs> It's just it's it's kind of fun looking back at at that at that time because like you look back at that stuff and you're like wow it's been like almost ten years now, and that's so and that's kind of interesting like how how time flies it's like oh man I remember that movie I remember that game when did that come out oh shit ten years ago <laughs> or five yeah. years ago or just like goddamn where does the time fly yeah Ugh. yeah I mean it's like a lot of happened basically. We knew each other back from when I was in, was it, secondary school, towards the end of secondary school, through A-levels, through university, through different careers, and within, like, next year, I'm getting married as well. So, that's insane, (laughs) you know? And also, what's weird is, like, we've been friends for that long, and we have yet to meet each other in real life. That's how how amazing this is. Yeah. (laughs) Very, very bizarre, but like I said, it's amazing. It, it, it's been fun. It has been fun doing this podcast. It's been fun doing projects with you. Um, I mean, some, some some of the conversations we've had over the years, like looking back at it, we're like, Jesus Christ, what the hell going on here? That's this, this, that left, right, center, and just, just seeing stuff change over the years. Like, I think the biggest one for us is basically we've been there from like the early years of YouTube when it was originally incepted to what it was and now looking back on it to what it's turned into for the good or the for for the best or the worst that's your opinion on that but it's weird seeing all the changes and even going back and being like wow that what youtube used to be like damn <laughs> I, I remember was it the the biggest youtube feature to get people to know about your videos that if you're not subscribing is the bulletin board you remember the bulletin board post oh god <laughs> Like, I remember that was a thing back in the day. Like, say, check out my bulletin board for information of upcoming videos and stuff like that. And then, like, was it, like, by 2008, they got rid of it or something like that? Can't remember. Oh, I remember, yeah. like, I remember, like, the 2009 where they had, like, the watch, uh, watching now uh, stream where they yeah. had, like, where they had, like, a line of videos and everyone was what, what, what was being watched right now. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember, what is it, when YouTube did the April Fool joke when they made all their internet pages switch upside down, so basically they're saying that it's more easier for people in Australia to watch. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or Snoop's, um, Snoop Vision, or something like that. I remember, or my favorite, remember when YouTube actually had that little uh, thing in their logo that said, Broadcast Yourself? I remember that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Be part of the family. Be part of YouTube. Now be part of YouTube, and we don't share out your video content. Yeah, it's, it's because looking back at it, I kind of wanted to talk about this topic. I'm I'm glad you brought it up because I kind of wanted to talk about this topic because if we had continued on doing YouTube, uh, it would have been much harder for us because we were never that popular. 
No. And because we, uh, I think the highest viewed video I, I, I had on my channel had like, what, 200 or 300 views tops. Yeah. And that's only because the algorithm was so fucked at the time that it just didn't show any uh, content that was being uploaded that was, that wasn't, um, that, that wasn't uploaded by people who had like a thousand subscribers or so. Yeah. I perfectly understand that. And I mean, looking back on it, it's like back in the day, basically you can get like, if, if you weren't a good enough video content creator back then, you can get like a thousand view with no, no hassle at all because the algorithm system was so much better back then. Um, it seemed to go on that hell now. Even like the biggest YouTubers are on their net, like the completionist of come to mind and many other Jacksepticeye, Multiply and PewDiePie, even all people are complaining about the new YouTube algorithm system to give you an idea, you know? Yeah, it's fucked because it, cause it keeps recommending me videos <laughs> I've, or, I've already watched and videos that I have no interest in watching. Yeah. That have nothing to do with what I'm currently watching. Yeah. You, you, you know what's actually the scariest thing is basically, do you remember back when I originally tried to do um, a Let's Play on Gex 3 Deep Cover Gecko? Oh god, this is going way back now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that video is 10 years old now, officially. It just turned 10 years old, as I want to say that. I still get people liking it and commenting on that video, and it's got 67k views on it. Is that your most viewed video on your channel? Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I, I burst because when you go on the YouTube algorithms in the video manager, it tells you where people subscribe because of your video. And that video, I still get subscribers from for some odd reason. And your newest stuff just doesn't even break a hundred views because you no, just well, don't you don't upload anything anymore. <laughs> no. What I mean, I do do the occasional video here and there. Like the last video I uploaded was about nine months ago, and that got over eight hundred views. To give you an idea, that's probably my most viewed video out of the last five years. I would say, to be bluntly honest. Yeah, but it's much harder to get like oh, a, yeah, a, a thousand yeah. views now because oh, just of... getting a hundred. Yeah. And it's just, it, because you, if you don't have like a lot of subscribers, then the YouTube algorithm, then you're not on the YouTube algorithm. You're just, it might as well think you're a fucking spam bot or something like that. Yeah. And it just, and, and, and people will have a hard time finding your video. Hell, oh, even, even people I'm subscribed to, I have a hard time finding their videos. Oh yeah, definitely. Because, because I hate the new, I hate, I hate, I fucking hate the new, uh, YouTube, uh, design. Like, you yeah. go to subscriptions, and it's a mess. It's a fucking mess. Like, you just have all these random videos just clobbered together. And, and no rhyme, no reason, they're just like, smushed together. And you're trying to scroll down to find something to watch from from someone. You're like, oh, I, I wonder what this person is doing. And then you, you go to their channel and you see, oh, they uploaded three fucking videos that I haven't, I wasn't noti notified because I didn't click the fucking bell. Yeah, that bell system is terrible. I, I fucking hate that system so much. It's like, so well, you're basically telling me I have to click on an extra button even though I'm already subscribed, just to get a notification, 
that uh, a channel I'm already subscribed to uploaded a new video. Wonderful. Great system, YouTube. Great system. I just... And, and that's why I kind of fell out of it. I kind of fell out of it for two reasons. The drama, and I'm not going to... And that's all I'm going to say about that. And uh, the fact that it just kept changing over the years to the point where it was no longer fun for me to make videos anymore. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. You remember back when we started being friends and stuff like we'd talk about, oh, I went to the cinema to see this many films or something like that, this... Um, this month or something like that and now when I look at it I feel disappointed because I don't see much film I used to not just because of social life and stuff like that, because of the prices the prices are extortionary now literally if I want to go to the movie I might as well wait for it to come out on DVD and Blu-ray because I'm paying the same price of a DVD and Blu-ray copy of it <laughs> yeah I know we talked about this before I said I, I hate Ooh. going to the theatre because tickets are way too expensive uh, they sell out really fast if you want a day one showing mm -hmm. and uh when you get there there's just so many fucking ads playing before the movie not <laughs> trailers ads da, 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 da. and yeah. on the last movie the last movie i saw was infinity war that was it that was the last movie i remember watching in the theater for me, it was um, Deadpool 2. I went, me and my fiance went to it. Cause, surprise, surprise, it was one of the only few comic book films that I can actually convince my fiance to come um, to go and see with me. Because she likes Deadpool. <laughs> you didn't take her to see Avengers? No, she wasn't too bothered about seeing Avengers. She wanted to see Deadpool because she liked Ryan Reynolds and also she liked the first Deadpool film. Kind of weird, but okay. <laughs> I don't know. She, she just found it funny. And also, she, she, I, it was one of those moments, um, you know, in the film with the Juggernaut, when he's talking to the kid and telling him that his um, brother was Charles Xavier, right? Yeah. Like, I, you you, you know when you get those, those moments when you have that look in your face like, oh, my God. She had one of those moments when when he he was talking about, about Charles, and then she she turned to me and went, who's he talking about? I went, Professor X. And she was like, oh! <gasps> Had one of those shock moments. She, keep in mind, she knows nothing about comics. She knows nothing about comics. How can she and not it, know who Professor X is? Because he's a no, 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 no. She knew who Professor X was, but she didn't realize the Juggernaut was his um, was his um, brother. Oh, okay. Because I, I was like, oh, what? she didn't know who Professor X was, and I'm like, what the fuck? No, How can... no, no. She knew who Professor X was. She didn't realize that Juggernaut was his brother. I, I went. I did did say to her, I went because she has seen the X Men films because she likes Hugh Jackman. Um, I basically, I basically said to her, I went, yeah, he was in the previous one. Was played by um, a, Brit a former British football player. <laughs> I'm a Juggernaut, you wanker. <laughs> uh, I'm a Juggernaut, you bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, basically, when I told her that, she's like, wait, what, really? They didn't explain that at all in the film. I went, no, yeah, I know. That's the reason why those those films are terrible. <laughs> I mean, the, the first two are good. The second, oh, yeah, the, the third, first two. I think the third one is easily the worst of the franchise. <laughs> I would originally say that then I saw, I was it, Age of Apocalypse. <laughs> well, okay, I mean, X-Men's Last Stand was terrible, but... You know, it had Vinnie Jones of the Juggernaut, and he was hilariously and, bad. And you, and you had Hugh, Hugh Grant as Beast as well. 
Uh, Kelsey Grammer is beast. Kelsey Grammer. Jesus Christ, what is with me getting people names mixed up for this podcast? <laughs> You're like my mom. She cannot name a single goddamn actor. She's like, no. you know, she's like, you know, the guy who, which guy? You know, the guy from that movie. Which guy? <laughs> you know, the, the guy who voices Psycho Bob. Oh, that guy. <laughs> Like that's my mother in like every goddamn movie where she she because she doesn't know anybody, and she's like, oh, you remember that guy from that movie? Which guy? That guy. Who? <laughs> That's what I mean. I, I can tell you like the most random people in most random films, and then when it comes to big name stars and in, in big state, um, big name properties, and their people just look at me and be like, wait, what? Oh, it's just it's just kind of like me with voice actors. Well, just like blurt out random voice actor knowledge, and everyone's just like, "What the fuck? How do you know that? Why would you know that?" Because <laughs> I find why it why would you know that Frank Frank Welker <sighs> Frank Walker does random animal voices in these films? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, oh, gee. Yeah, I mean, I mean, films. I mean, we we did talk about a lot about films on this podcast. I would say as well, a lot about films. Yeah, because we we when we when we used to do YouTube, we used to do movie reviews. Yeah, and I and, we just, and that just kind of went, just kind of became. I think the reason I switched to podcasting was one, it was it's much easier to edit audio than it is to edit video. And two, it's much more freeform uh, talking, and that's yeah. and that's much more, I think, is much more natural than, you know, writing a script down and you know remembering that script. Oh yeah, definitely, I would totally agree with that. I mean, sure, you, you know, one one can argue, oh well, you can just record yourself reading that script, and I'm like, yeah, sure, but I, you know, every time I read a script, it sounds like, it sounds really robotic. So, you know, beep boop beep boop. <laughs> I am robotic. And plus, and plus like I I I grew up watching um the Angry Video Game Nerds. Oh, same. And 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 he's and he's the only guy who can think can do scripted content really well cuz he's a really he's good actor. Good. Yeah, I good. saw I saw his recent one at the Earthbound video we did. That was really good actually. I think my favorite one recently was the Mega Man one. Oh, the Mega Man one was fun. <laughs> that was fun. That was like really old school style angry video game nerd. And it's such a really good look back on the series without having it be like one giant, you know, blowjob to how great he is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, the, I mean, he, I mean, he still does really good scripted comedy ones. Like, the, I think the other one which I watched, the most recent one at the time of this recording was the Dirty Harry one. Now, that, that felt very old school nerd as well. Yeah, because he takes time with it. Like, he doesn't yeah, exactly. upload, upload, like, ten fucking episodes in a single week. <laughs> like another individual. <laughs> I'm not even going to hide that one. Um, but yeah, yeah, he does it, does it, like, every month now. So you get, like, 12 episodes a year, and it's, like, almost as if it's, like, an actual TV series in that sense. Oh, I get an episode a month, that's cool. And he does do a lot of um, content in between. Like, he does, like, a lot of... Um, Sit down reviews with um, him and Mike, and just being himself doing, just doing reviews on it or video content and stuff like that. It's it's fun, you know. Yeah, but I mean, I I mean, 
and and I think that was my big one of my biggest inspirations and one of my other inspirations sadly was well Spoonie but we we all we don't talk oh. about him we don't talk about him <laughs> Spoonie just gone off the deep end man oh my god literally I'm doing this right now I'm literally on his website the last video he's uploaded was oh surprise surprise it was actually um, last year, 2017, and he was talking about the Star Wars movie, The Last Jedi. Oh, have you seen? Have you seen that fucking vlog? He he looked wasted. He looked wasted. What the what the what the Last Jedi one? Yeah, he looked fucking wasted. Oh yeah, he, <laughs> oh, yeah, he looks he looks rough. <laughs> I feel so sorry. But back in the day, I remember the thing that got me into liking him was the his Final Fantasy series on Final Fantasy VIII. Because I remember I had two mates, right, who were die-hard Final Fantasy VIII fans back in the day, and they were like gushing over it. And I played it myself, and I'm like, I'm like, really? This is what you guys liked? And then I saw his reviews at the time back in 2007. I was like, oh my god, he is speaking how I feel about this game, <laughs> you know? I mean, I, I, I grew up, you know, watching his stuff. I mean, I became a fan, like, around 2009. I mean, I I think, hands down, my favorite series of his is the FMV Hell series. Oh, yeah, the um, Fantasticorium one. He did. Oh, that was, was a, that was a great Let's Play. That was, like, old-school fucking Let's Play. None of this bullshit, I'm gonna look at the stream bullshit. Just straight up blind let's play. I and still I, remember. And I fucking miss that. I miss that so goddamn much. I remember. I still remember the recurring joke in that one. It's like, I heard that, Curtis. <laughs> I, and he, like, I was watching that uh, recently, come to think of it, and I just, I just made me sad because I'm like, wow, this guy used to be really entertaining and funny. <laughs> what happened? He just do live streams now? Ah. <sighs> And well, I think another inspiration for me, I, well, I wouldn't say major inspiration, but um, this is kind of a sensitive topic to talk about, but I think it's, you know, seeing as it's going to be the last episode for a while now and we're talking about YouTube stuff, um, there was this guy I used to watch who did a lot of rants back in the day. I, I oh, know. God. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know where this is going. <laughs> Guy by the name of Helsing Nine Twenty, yeah, who um unfortunately oh, um, unfortunately passed away uh, last yeah. year. Yeah, it's kind of sad. Is, yeah. And um, and I and what I like about him is like while I don't like his while I did while I pretty much disagreed with his opinions like nine times out of ten. I will respect the fact that he still made the content he loved doing and didn't jump on the trends like other YouTubers did. Yeah. And I respect him a lot for that. Yeah. I mean, it's sad that he died because we, we've both actually spoken with the guy back in the day when he was alive and he did do content and stuff like that. So, yeah, he, he was... Uh, he was off-the-wall type of guy, but at the same time, he was a very... He, he did really good video content back in the day and he didn't follow the tropes of all the other video YouTubers back then, you know? And he still didn't. I mean, his reaction and review series was pretty much like his own thing. Yeah. Like, he did that and made it his own thing and he kept doing that for as long as he could, you know? And, you know, good on him. Good on him for finding something and sticking to it. Yeah. And it was kind of hard for me when I heard that he passed away because... 
I I remember like talking to the guy like one time on Skype, and I and we were just talking about uh, what was it, Mortal Kombat, and Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, I remember. And uh, it's just so surreal, like you know, waking up one day and realizing, oh man, a, a guy you used to watch as when you were like eighteen years old is no longer with you, with us. Yeah, I mean, I. What was it? Um, I think I had a, not a similar sort of experience, but I remember, do you remember a video game review by our Mac 21? Oh man, that's a sad story. That's another yeah. sad story. <laughs> I've actually spoke, I actually spoke to him on Skype one time only, right? And I remember speaking to him, this was back when he was at the hype of his popularity and like he, a lot of people knew who he was and stuff like that. And he was like, he did really, really good, really, really good content back then, you know? And um, I remember we were just sitting down talking and stuff like that, just shooting the shit and stuff like that. And I remember at the end of the conversation we had, he, he said this to me. He went, he went, you know what? I'm glad I actually spoke to you because it's nice actually talking to someone who actually has their own opinion and actually can can I have a decent conversation with and not saying yes to everything I was I'm saying, you know. And I remember talking to him once, and he just um, he he just he's kind of um, he's very defensive. He's a very yeah, yeah. defensive person, and that was kind of a turn off for me because I'm like, oh, I, I I'm scared of giving my own opinion because you're kind of gonna, you know, give me that passive aggressive bullshit that I fucking hate. And yeah, and and like I said, he had a downward spiral of this and the other. Like basically, he had a downward spiral of like cheating girlfriends and. Yeah, personal problems, and it just went on and on and on, and then he basically became friends with, like, um, God, do you remember um, when he got in that personal drama with um, Cloud87445 uh, <laughs> back in the day, back in the oh, back in 2008? That was some <laughs> of the funniest stuff to watch at the time, but at the same time, you're looking back at it, you're like, Christ, bloody hell, you know? Yeah, because back then... We, we we either sell things two ways. Either you got on Skype and talked it out, and if that wasn't going to happen, we would just make, like, video responses to each other. <laughs> it's like, fuck you! No, fuck you! Because that, that, that was how YouTube was back in the day. We only had, like, ten minutes, and we were like, okay, fine. We're going to do fucking commentaries. We're going to do fucking responses and all this shit. And I should know, because I've, I've gotten in fucking beefs with people that aren't even around anymore, so... Yeah. It is... Oh my god, it is funny when, when you look back this at it. Was, like... This was like 2009. This was like before everyone was using Twitter, okay? <laughs> this was like... Nowadays, before... n- nowadays, you have a problem with someone, you just fucking tweet them. But like before, we made fucking video responses, son. <laughs> we made video responses... We went on each other's deviant arts, calling each other out. Oh my god, it was it was it was crazy back then, but it was fun. <laughs> Should we bring up the holy cow of uh, of uh, internet drama? Should we bring him up? <laughs> yeah, let's bring him up. Um, you want to you want to introduce him because he's your favorite person? Not Griffith. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, Sparks. Where to begin with you? Um, the hoodie one. I can't remember who his real name is by this point, but... Edward Prince yeah. Stairs the third. 
Wow, you actually fucking remember that, Jesus Christ. Um, oh, I remember the guy who took down my fucking parody video of him. <coughs> Thanks oh, for that. Yeah. Thanks for that, buddy. Thanks for that. Right, I know, Ren, I'm going to come out with something about this. Right, I went to, I, okay, this is, I went to university with, um, could you, you know he has an older sister, right? Yep. I went to university, right? We had an American transfer student that came to our school, right? And that American transfer student came over, was friends with, with Spax's, um, older sister. Oh, man. Yeah, <laughs> I just, I just <laughs> want to make, make, I just want to make that clear. Um, I'm not going to name the individual, that I don't want to, just in case someone hears, is, is, you know, I don't, I don't want them to get harassed, but yeah. Yeah, um, that's, and I remember I spoke to him on Skype once before, because what is it, I think he was trying to recruit people, he was trying to help his friend recruit people for a Yu-Gi-Oh um, fan dub project, and I remember, what is it, for some weird reason, he had it in his mind, he went, oh yeah, you do voice acting, I went, yes. You can do do a good Yamai Yugi voice, and I'm like, no, I've never done Yamai Yugi. Never claim I can do Yamai Yugi. <laughs> okay, oh, but, but can you cast for it anyway? And I'm like, why? And he said, I'll oh, just, just, I'm like, fine, whatever. I wasn't even trying when when I was sitting down in the Skype thing. I basically just put on this like, I'm Yamai Yugi sort of thing, like a parody sort of voice version of it. And he was like, now nah, we're gonna go. So I'm like, right, fine, sure, whatever. <laughs> I, I think my experience with him was like, I, like I said, I made like a parody video of of him, and he had taken it down because he went on a fucking copyright claiming spree. Oh, this was back in the day. He yeah, the the <laughs> copyright takedown phenomenal in on YouTube. He's can't remember what is it. His mum was like some sort of lawyer sort of thing, and I mean he'll he'll deny it. To, he'll deny it to this fucking day. But I know for a goddamn fact. He ran around taking down videos. Mighty Noid Entertainment? Yeah, sure. That's a real fucking company, Spax. Real yeah. fucking company, okay. I I think that's Facebook page is still around, you know, that for for that company. And he's still he's still active. Like he's not active like he used to be back in the day, but my god, his reviews were basically I give him credit because he did go with a theme and stuff like that, but then you start realizing, hang on, you're just ripping off themes from previous other generations of content from like Toonami and Cartoon Network. Okay. Oh, and let's go back to what he's most famous for. You want to know why there was a whole controversy with the four kids voice actors? Oh, he, because he, was of the him. Front, he was the front runner for that shit back in the day. Yeah, because before, uh, before he made that video, it was just like angry form posts that could you could easily ignore. But when he made those videos, it started a goddamn domino effect. And to this day, I feel sorry for Jason Griffith for having, for having to put up with this with this bullshit. Yeah. I mean I, I, I had mates, um do you remember a YouTube channel back in the day they still do content, it's fine the computer room? Isn't, didn't that become Hellfire Comms, or was that someone else? No, um, the guy Gower from Hellfire Comms um, has his own thing called Find the Computer Room. He's a good mate of mine. Um, he actually has interviewed Mike Pollock and Jonathan Grisson in person. Yeah, I saw uh, that interview yeah. where he talked about Spax. <laughs> yeah, and he did talk about Spax with him, and then basically he said he knew he was and stuff like that. It was actually quite fun, actually. And again, Jason Griffin, actually, from what I've heard from him and from multiple people, he's actually a really nice guy and down-to-earth person. Which, again, you know? makes me disgusted that there was this whole movement trying to get him removed. and ugh. Yeah. 
and, and the thing was that when you look at the later games, like near towards the end when he was doing the voice acting role, he actually did change his names in the credits as well. Like he kept his first name, but his surname was completely different to something else. I think he just moved on from voice acting to just, you know, doing part-time roles and, and web series and stuff like that, which means yeah. good on him. Good and on theater, him. He does a lot of stage stage stuff as well, from what I notice. So he does theater. So yeah, and, like, I know he, and I know he got married and had a kid, and you know, good for him. Yeah, I mean, it was like, yeah, I mean, it's like that was probably the big, biggest YouTube drama back in the day I can think of as well. There was some some stupid stuff that was going on at the time. Like, you remember the irate gamer? Oh my god! <laughs> and the drama with him, the angry video game nerd, and like basically people was like came out in droves and saying, fuck you, Irate Gamer, and all this sort of stuff, and oh my god, it's like, he still does videos, Irate Gamer. gamer. I mean, because he kind of faded into obscurity, but he was still, like, kind of, he's still a fucking douchebag, because he never apologized for any of the shit he pulled. Yeah. And he was just like, well, okay, well, I may have done this sort of stuff, but, you know, it was a different time, and I'm like, god damn it, just fucking own up to it, at least. Yeah. Fucking own up to it. Like you, you <sighs> play, you plagiarized James's shit. We all know you did. Just fucking own up to it. Say okay, yeah, that was a part of my life I'm not f- proud of. I made a mistake. I'm sorry. I'm gonna own up to it. And then he just like, and what pisses me off even more about him was the fact that his later content he was just jumping on bandwagon shit. Oh, let's do toy yeah. reviews. Let's do fucking Minecraft videos. Let's do Minecraft unboxings. Let's do, um, what is it? Let's do Skylanders, for instance. That's another thing he got big into. Yeah, I mean, because you know. he just never, never had an original bone in his body. He just, he was just like, let's just jump on whatever's popular at the time. And sure, he doesn't do as much videos now, but back then, he was like the I think the most second most subscribed channel on YouTube at the time, or something. Yeah, like that. and and I think he was like the featured video game content person on the channel back in the day as well. Yep. And for those who are listening, this was back before PewDiePie was saying, Markiplier was saying, Jacksepticeye was even a thing. You know, and a lot of people got pissed off at that because everyone was like, "Oh, this you know, angry video game nerd is more popular and had more subscribers," but he was like, not featured. Yeah. So there oh. you go. Yeah, that was was back in the day. And speaking of stuff back in the day, YouTube poops. <laughs> I I remember those. I used to make those. Those were fun. Yeah, it's a shame and, that that the community is dead now and they don't exist anymore. Yeah, I remember when reaction videos became big as well. Well, I mean, back then we called them commentaries. <laughs> oh God, yes, yeah, we did. Oh my God, and you remember people used to actually actually upload the original video content onto YouTube as well, and then they realised, yeah, maybe we shouldn't actually upload the video content with it as well, you know? Oh, but we got around that because we just used the audio from it, and that's uh, that's okay. <laughs> I would just, just have a still <laughs> image on it. <laughs> but you're still recording. The entire video poorly from your from microphone. And keep it back in then when we used to record videos because we couldn't. If you're lucky, you had some high tech recording equipment. But back then, a lot of YouTubers just you 
and use those poxy little webcam videos and stuff like that, you know, back in the day. Oh, God, I remember this one Transformers reviewer who used his webcam to review shit. <laughs> and, and he was like, and, and he was like one of those humble guys who's like, look, guys, I, I, I know that I'm using my webcam, and I know you got a lot of guys have been asking for, for me to upgrade and have uh, offered me donations, but I wouldn't feel right taking your money. And I'm like, wow, <laughs> that kind of stuff doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> yeah, and well, the stuff that still exists, you still get the occasional people that do the Let's Plays that get their camcorder and hold it up to the video. <laughs> you remember those? I remember a certain individual who did that. Hmm, <laughs> I wonder who. I wonder who, though. <laughs> I remember That's someone, it. you know, some... um. Some guy, I, I don't know, uh, Phil something? I don't, I don't know who that is. <laughs> I, I just remember he did a Ratchet and Clank video series, which he never finished, you know, so the less said about that, the better. <laughs> okay, it was me, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Again, you wasn't the only one. We had tons of people back then that did video. I, I think the ones that really made me fun was, that made me laugh was like when people trying to record off the Game Boy Advance, all the Game Boy, and you're just like, oh my god, seriously guys, what the hell? Yeah, because back, because back then, Elgato capture cards were fucking expensive, way more expensive than they are now. Yeah, and even then, when when you did get them used properly and they did were, was working, you realize, yeah, this is a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I remember I bought a capture. A, what was it? A Dazzle capture card. Oh, those was terrible. Yeah, because uh, because because back then it's like, oh no, you should get one, get one, get one. Why does this only record in standard def? Why can't it record in HD? Why can't it record on the PlayStation 3? Why did I waste money on this? <laughs> yeah. And then, but it was it, I had an old game capture card. I can't remember what it was, but um, I think it was called like Game Bridge or something like that. Oh, those uh, were atrocious. Yeah, I, I had one. And I remember, I think I got two videos recording footage from it. It was the... Um, God hand videos on my YouTube channel, Index Sonic, and basically I recorded them, and they looked terrible by today's standards. Like then, like I think they were like they were like in thirty six p or something like that, something ridiculous. Yeah, back then the only highest re re resolution we had back in the day was like what four eighty p. That was it. That was the highest resolution. Yeah, and that's if you're lucky and you knew the YouTube algorithm to get around it if you want to get force the video into that mode. And oh god, remember when when YouTube went full screen in in two thousand nine, and how oh, many and people it... and how many people had trouble converting their videos into full screen? God, those were awful times. Seriously, guys, it wasn't that fucking hard? <laughs> but the problem was, I I will give them credit. I will give give YouTube when they went widescreen format. They didn't updated the video quality so you couldn't get the two HD or a bunch, bunch, uh, 148p, and they still run on the algorithm of videos can no be long, can, can't be longer than 11 minutes, and it has to be under 500 megabytes or something like that, something yeah. ridiculous. And everyone's like, "Well, fucked," because if you want to put it widescreen, it's gonna, it's gonna bump it up about 500 megabytes more. Yep. Because what's the point of going HD if only if you, if people can't upload in HD? Yeah, and I remember was it was such a big deal when 
they said, oh, yeah, you can now upload video in 720p. And I'm like, wait, wait what? What is this sorcery? <laughs> Videos look good. And when you go back and watch old videos, they're not in um, 720p. You're like, wow. Yeah, I think we're at, I think we're at this point where we can just pretty much say 720p is like standard def now. <laughs> yeah, because now we have like 4K and shit. <laughs> oh god. Oh. <clears throat> Which, by so the I'm... way, don't watch YouTube videos in 4K. They look atrocious. And they the frame rate is weird. <laughs> just don't. Just yeah. don't. <laughs> Oh, whatever, whatever stuff that was big back in the day, I would say. I remember I was, let's not to toot my own whole horn, but I was one of the very first, I wouldn't say I was one of the very first, but I was one of the earliest Let's Players back, back out there in the day, you know? Like, I did video content back in the day, and basically I think the reason why my Gex video gets so many views, I think it still gets so many views, because I think it I don't know if I was, but I think I was one of the very first people to record a video of Gex in a Let's Play format style. Yeah, because that was a really obscure, obscure game back then. Yeah, and people was like, oh my god, you're doing Gex! And I, I was like, yes. Because I remember everyone who did Let's Play back in the day wanted to be the first person to do a Let's Play on said video game, you know? And back then it was harder to find footage of Gex. Now Nowadays you can find it easily like you can find like long plays and shit but back then oh boy <laughs> yeah i remember that um god what other what other things have changed over the years i i think like looking back now i think one of the reasons i stopped using youtube was because i just there was no sense of community anymore have you noticed that yeah, it feels like a bit of a husk, and what's it, I know recently, not long ago, they got rid of the message system, so you can't even message people anymore. Even oh though I know god, I remember, messages. I remember like a, a two, a couple of years ago, Quentin Reviews, a really good YouTuber, made a joke about, about the, about him contacting someone using the magic, uh, uh ability of inboxes on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, God damn! Oh, I remember back when YouTube had a fucking messaging system, which towards the end no one hardly ever used, and people completely forgot it was a feature by the time they got rid of it. Yeah, nowadays you can't contact anyone on YouTube anymore. You can't unless you unless you unless they put their email up to be available, and even then we click on it, it said you can only contact this person for business requirements through this email. Even then, you don't hardly get people get messaging back. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. Can I just go on a rant now that you mentioned yeah, that? Go. Yeah, I, go. I, I contacted so many goddamn artists on Twitter who just say, business inquiries, this email. And I give them my business inquiry. I give them, okay, this is my business offer. And they never get back to me. <laughs> and I just wonder, what's the point of putting your fucking email on there if you're not going to get back to me, okay? I had that sort of situation not long ago. I, I'm not going to name the individual, but basically what happened was they said, oh, yeah, Contact me on this email if you want a business inquiry. Didn't get it. And I thought, you know what? I'm just going to message them on Twitter. Message them on Twitter. They got back to me like the next day. Yeah, that's <laughs> that, that's what pisses me off. It's like, I, I look, I, because I messaged an artist today about like character designs and they never got back to me. And then I looked at their Twitter and they just updated it. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, check your emails. Like, what? Why even put your goddamn email there if you're not going to fucking 
check it. And it's even more annoying when it comes to voice actors when you when I'm trying to contact voice actors because they say, um, if you want to contact me for anything, contact my agency through this email. And I email the agency being po- as polite as I possibly can and they never get back to me. But then when you contact them directly, it's like, oh yeah, yeah, sure, I'd be happy enough to do that. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, I might as well just do that because I've been trying to get like some voice actors on on the show to do interviews, but it's like uh, contact me through my agency, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna try, and nope, so fuck it, I'm just gonna find your fucking social media and message you if you can. That's unprofessional. I don't care. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I don't care. You know, you say message my my agency. Well, your agency never got back to me. How's that? Yeah. How's that? <laughs> Do you remember when um you you remember when um certain like horror game videos became um very big on YouTube as well, like Friday Nights at Freddy Grace when it that first started up. That that game pretty much made Markiplier's career. To be quite honest. Oh God, it did, and it made um Scoff Cockman career as well for those who don't know that's the creator of Five Nights at Freddy <laughs> for those who didn't know and it's cool I, I know he just released what is it um, Five Nights at Freddy Custom Night when basically he put every single character for every single game into one game and, I so, mean yeah. he, he just kind of he. I mean he you know good on him I mean I'm not, I might not like that um, series but you know, he, he he did a project, it got popular, and now he's making millions off it. Yeah. The thing was, he only made that he only made that franchise because was it I remember he did a series of Bible related games and stuff like that and someone basically made the comments saying that, Oh my god, this these games look super creepy, they look like horror games and stuff like that. So pretty much I think he I think he got a bit upset about it. He thought, you know what, you think my stuff looked creepy, let's actually make a game. And Five Nights at Freddy was originally was going to be his final game. And then it grew so popular and, well, it blew up, essentially, and it became what it is now, you know? Now, there are action figures, there are just, like, Toys. merchandise, there are just those ugly Funko Pops that you can get. <laughs> oh, they all look ugly, let's be honest. Well, I mean, some of them, are, <laughs> some of them look fine. Yeah. Well, again, I got I got the Sonic one up on my shelf, which I can look at right now. So I can't really be the judge of that. Uh, the, uh, the Hellboy one, I got a Hellboy one at a convention. It looks pretty cool with the horns. Yeah, I mean, it's cool. It's it's cool to see. I mean, I don't I don't hate the line. I mean, I'll collect them if 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 one interests me, I'll collect it. I I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's cool to see someone who did Christian Bible games went on to you know to make something that twisted and something that did so well because he did a lot of Christian based animation and video games and stuff like that back in the day. And now he created one of the most popular modern day horror franchises in video gaming. And it just kind of came out of nowhere to be quite honest. And it's like, yeah, interesting. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, that's cool that, that he's done well at that. And they say, There've been a ton of people like that over the years now that done video game content because they got big through YouTubers like Multiply, uh, Multiply, um, Jack Sepakians, people like that because they played their games, you know. Oh yeah, I mean back then, I mean and back then uh, we didn't have an open line of communication between, you know, 
the entertainment industry and and, and the YouTubers, but now it's completely different. Now yeah. you have game developers reaching out to YouTubers, flying them out to their fucking studios and having them test out the game for them and you know yeah. and all that shit. And, and also encourage them to be like, yeah, record our game, put the video up up on our thing. If you are going to do that, just credit us and that's it. Oh god, remember you know? remember back in 2008 when Sega was like <laughs> taking down every Sonic the Hedgehog related video they could think yeah, of. <laughs> they're actually a lot more cool about it now in the recent years. They're actually being a lot more cool about it. It's Nintendo who loses their shit over that stuff now. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah. It's just, it's just so weird looking back at 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 that kind of stuff where Back then, uh, it was just like, um, do can we do let's plays without uh, you know uh, infringing on someone's copyright? And now you can. Now, now they don't give a shit. But back then, oh boy, back then it was just. Back then it was just a completely different monster. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. And uh, and it's just it's so weird looking back at it now because like so many people are now are getting famous off doing let's plays and and back then it was just like. Oh, let's plays. What are those? You know. Yeah, it's like, oh, I just know people doing video game related videos. What is a let's play? You're like, oh boy. <laughs> yeah, because back then it was just like, oh, you mean you just play the video game? Okay, can't see how that's entertaining. <laughs> and boy, how wrong I was back then. Yeah. Oh, sp- speaking of things, recurring things that happen on the podcast. There's something we we can leave out in the last in our last podcast for for a while. My dogs. I cannot tell you how many times we tried recording and, and his dogs would just bark in the background. I remember was it? I'm I'm not going to name the voice actor that we interviewed on it, but um, when one of the podcasts we were on, and my dogs would just bark in a bar. I can't keep amusing myself. And during when we were doing the interview, I remember you were just like, private message like, fuck's sake, shut those dogs up. Yeah, I got so pissed when I heard, I'm like, no, not, not now, not now, don't you fucking dare. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but I think it's, it's, uh, it's been a weird journey for us, hasn't it? Yeah. And I, and I and I don't know what the future is going to hold, but um, but I'm glad we did this. I'm glad we've um, we've done so much and talked about so many things, and and yeah, it's going to be weird taking a hiatus voluntarily instead of just like oh, sorry we hadn't recorded because life got in the way. But I think I kind of need to to step away and focus on other things right now. Just step away, have a break, take a chill pill, just do other stuff. Like we both got stuff going on in life. Like I got my, um, I got my projects going. You got your, um, projects going on, and we got stuff going on in our personal life, like work and stuff like that. I got my wedding, etc. You, you know, we got all we got stuff going on. You know. Yeah, I mean, and it's just it's it's. I don't want to sound like really depressed or something like that but i think like it's all part of growing up when you really think about it like you know back when we were you know 10 years ago when we were like teenagers just talking about dumb shit for for two fucking hours on skype yeah it it didn't matter to us we were just like yeah whatever you know i don't don't know what i'm gonna be doing with my life i don't care but now it's like 
I want to write a comic. I want to do a podcast. I want to do this. I want to do that. <laughs> you know? Yeah I, yeah, I can see myself doing this. That'd be interesting. I want to be creative, you know? And ba- But back then, I, I didn't give a shit. I'm like, okay, fine. Let's just talk to someone for two hours about fucking Transformers or some shit, you know? Yeah. It's like, oh, God, you and your Transformers. <laughs> That's another thing. Like I, I'm one of those people who knows way too much about goddamn Transformers, and I don't know if that's a thing I should be proud of or something I should be sad about. <laughs> I know um, that's the same with me with Sonic. Like I know way too much information about Sonic. To give you an idea of how much I know about about too much about Sonic. In Shadow of the Hedgehog, when Shadow goes to the Carmel theme level, when he says where that damn fourth chaos symbol, it's actually the yellow one. <laughs> I still remember that fact. And how long ago did that game came out in? Was it two thousand five? Yep. Yeah. I st- I, the only thing I remember about Shadow the Hedgehog was the <laughs> massive censorship that happened with that game. Oh god, they were trying to make Grand Theft Auto for kids, <laughs> but it didn't work. <laughs> was it? Did, 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 was it Simpsons Hit and Run trying to do the same as well back in the day? I remember. Except, Sim- except, except Simpsons Hit and Run was actually a good game. Yeah, it was actually a decent, good game. <laughs> Shadow the Hedgehog was like, what the fuck is this? And I remember the the great opening flashback where they're escaping the Ark and Maria gets shot. That's a great kids game for you. <laughs> there's actually is, um, was it, I think was a couple of years ago, they actually up- they upload the uncensored clip of that when you actually do see Maria getting shot now. Yep. So you can actually <laughs> go online and find that. <laughs> That's the great thing about Sega. They're like, okay, well, let's just censor it. No one, no one's gonna find this shit anyway. Too late. Someone already ripped the the cutscenes from the uncut version and, and uploaded also, them on YouTube. And the guy then who originally made the cutscenes for the game was a freelance person, doesn't work for Sega anymore. But if you go onto his official website page, he actually uploaded the uncut version of the videos onto his page. Yeah, and do showreel <laughs> stuff. I can't remember who the guy was, but you can find it for yourself. <laughs> Look up Shadow of the Hedgehog censorship. You'll find all the stuff about that. Yeah. Again, like, you know a lot about Transformers. I knew a lot about Sonic. That's who we are, unfortunately. And again, it's, and we both the, know, the, way too, know way too much about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, God. Turtle power? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. That, that new cartoon looks horrible. I, hey, did, I, did you know that the voice of Raphael was Rob Paulson, who also did Pinky on Pinky and the Brain? That's a great and al- fact. <laughs> yeah. And also, he went on to voice Donatello in um in the in the in the 2012 incarnation of the Turtles. This is the kind of information we know. This is the kind of information that sticks with us. This is like one of those. God, what are you talking about? <laughs> Type informations, but. I don't know. I don't know. I just find it interesting. I don't know. That's just me. Yeah. Kind of find this shit interesting, but... <sighs> oh. Oh, fun times. And, yeah, I've... I mean, uh, I mean, I've had fun doing this, and I'm glad that we're taking a, a semi-hiatus, or however long the hiatus is going to be, but... Again, we we we're gonna still do um we we're gonna still we're gonna still talk and stuff like that. But basically, maybe I don't know, maybe in like a couple six months, 
eight to a year, maybe. I don't know how long we might come back and start this back up again. You know, who knows? Yeah, who knows? But I mean, I just, I, I mean, like I said, I'm not ending the show. This is not the end. This is not because I mean, if it was the end, I'll, it would have been. I would have gotten way more people to be on here. If that that was the case, but um, yeah, I just, be, I just, I just, I just, it'd be like, be like a massive celebration. It'd be like a massive float and stuff like that. And then the float will probably crash into a telephone pole and catch on fire. And you'd be like, Tom, it got all very wrong. It got on fire and everything. This is the XFL. <laughs> oh God! Oh God! Now you mentioned that the giant blimp. That yep. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can see, I can see that. Like basically, a giant blimp with "Hello, Governor" the podcast basically just crashed down on like it, it'd be something really, really bad. It'd be like crashing down to a small child or something like that. You'd be like, oh, oh. <laughs> it'd be like it'd be one of those crazy incidents, like in the middle of nowhere, and it hits the one thing that it wasn't supposed to hit. And you'd be like, seriously, it crashed in like a massive giant park, but it managed to hit the one child. That was away from everyone else. You know what's kind of weird? I kind of regret not not trying to to to. I kind of wish the show was more popular so we can just use this as an excuse to go to conventions using press passes. Well, <laughs> well, I I, I, I mean not that, that not thing. that um not that I know anyone who did that, but I'm just saying. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but I mean, no, I, I, I just think that I, I kind of just want to take a break from it. I just, I just think that um, the show has just become way too formulaic for me, and I just kind of want to focus on other things right now. And like I said, yeah. I mean, if, if I am trying to do new things with the show as well, like I'm trying to get another, another voice actor interview. Sometime in the near future, I hope. Yeah. Because I, I enjoy doing those, and I kind of, I, I kind of agree with the people, and, and like you know, those are the best episodes because you know. <laughs> the you get people down low, and then you talk to the voice actor, Sasha actress, and you have a lot of fun with them, and they come up with some interesting stuff. And you're like, oh shit, really? That will really yeah. happen behind the scenes? Yep. <laughs> It's, what, 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 what is it? It's like, what is it? The most craziest story I heard when we went to a con and Noah North was talking about how he got fired for basically um, laughing at a line that someone wrote in the script of a video game. Oh, I, I got a Noah North story because I met him this year. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I'm not sure if you're familiar with, with his role in Call of Duty. He voices like a German scientist in, in one of the Call of Duty games. And, yeah. And... and yeah. <laughs> Has he told the story? Have you heard the story? Um, I heard. I knew he was in the Call of Duty game, but there he's he got so many Call of Duty games because he's been in practically almost all of them. But go on. Um, he voices the German scientist in one of them. I can't remember which one, but um, he was one day he was picking up his mother from 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 the airport, and then he got a call saying, "Get get to the studio." Uh, we need you to, to record your lines right now. It's like, right now, I, I'm picking up my mom. No, no, come, 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 come to the studio. And then he goes to the studio, and his mom got to see firsthand him recording his lines as that character. And now, and now she won't talk to him unless he does the voice first. Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> True story. That, that is amazing. I, I, no, North is probably one of the 
nicest people you can meet. Um, oh, he, he well. was he was like one of the, he was the funniest guest uh, we had at the con. Yeah, because he he's just he's just it's so weird because you think that oh it's Nolan North he's gonna be like totally serious and stuff or something like that but he's like one of the most humble individuals you will ever meet when it comes to voice acting. Yeah. Very cool guy and everything. Like that. Uh, I think the other thing that also made made me laugh about um, about him. What was it? I remember at the convention I saw him at. Um, he was talking about um, doing the series and stuff like um, being being doing the video games and stuff like that. And he made a very very true drug. What is it? He said, "If me or either, oh god, who's the other? Who the guy voices next? Troy Baker ever 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 go out the industry." ever go out of the industry or something like that um they guarantee there will be work for other people in the industry <laughs> or something like oh. that <laughs> yeah he said if anything happens to me and troy baker more than likely i guarantee you they some other people will get more work because when you look at it you'll be like yeah those two get a lot of work in voice acting stuff and i mean a lot of work oh yeah oh god this was back when they used to get a lot of work not not much not so much these days <laughs> oh no they don't know but this was back when there was the hype of popularity because of the, they, because back, back uh, a couple of years ago three names were uh, were in every video game troy baker nolan north and steve blum yeah oh, nowadays good. you you'd be lucky to hear them in any video game well, I mean, it's like um, some voice actors now are starting to get more work now because of said doing, like they've gone away for a while and then people said, oh yeah, whatever happened to that person? Oh, why, why don't we get him back in and actually do some work? And that's how some of these old school voice actors get work again because they basically they go away for a while because people want to try using new people and stuff like that. And they come back years later and, you know, it's cool. Yeah, what was her name? Jessica... De Coco, I think her name. De Coco, yeah. I cannot pronounce her yeah. name. Sorry. And, and you and you mentioned um, one of the names already. The guy who voiced Pinky in the Brain. Uh, Rob. Oh, Rob Paulson. Yeah, he uh, went away fun, for a while. Uh, funny story. He 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 got he uh, got mainstream popular because of a podcast. Oh, he <laughs> redesigned the genre of a voice actor's podcast, and even actually making podcasts big for people who. Who worked in the media, you know? Because here's the thing. When he did Talking Tunes for the first time, it was basically one of the... Because he he was struggling to find work. He was getting old. No one was hiring him at the time. And he was like, okay, fine. I, I have tons of stories I want to tell. Let's just do a podcast. And then it got really popular. And then people started noticing him again. And they're like, wait a minute. He's Rob fucking Paulson. Why aren't we hiring him? <laughs> and he's like, hang on a minute. He has years worth of experience. Why don't we make him a voice director? And they have. <laughs> so I'm, good I'm, I'm just, I'm just happy for him to just get it, getting work again. Because the sad thing is about voice acting is like once you get older, you, you get less roles because your voice changes and yeah. But it is what it is. That's that's the nature of the beast. Yeah. Way of the future. Way of the future. Yeah. And that's pretty much... I I can't think of anything else to talk about. 
Yeah, so uh, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you when we come back, and who knows when that'll be. But I just want to say thank you guys so much for supporting us on this crazy journey, and we hope when it's not over yet, just just know we'll be back someday. But, yeah. Yeah, we'll be back. I'll be back. <laughs> uh... <laughs>